Firstly, a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I hope you all enjoyed the festive period. No, I certainly did. It's just Richie here today, flying solo. Uh, I'm going to talk about something that piqued my interest about a month ago. I saw a blog post by a sci-fi book reviewer named Damien Walter. Now, Walter used to write reviews for the Guardian newspaper amongst a few other prestigious magazines. He's a guy at the top of his field. And in his post, Walter explains how he's fallen out of love with a novel. That for him, it's lost that magical charm. Long gone, he says, that afternoon spent at the local library, selecting books as though I was selecting magical portals to step through. Walter came to the conclusion that in his view, the novel is dead. Now, I think it's fair to say that everything changes. I mean, I used to absolutely love the Foo Fighters. Now, I'm more of an Allman Brothers kind of guy. I mean, the world has changed an awful lot in the last 20 years in particular. The internet has exploded into being and has evolved into something that consumes our lives. We're glued to smartphones, TVs and computers. And let's be honest, for a lot of people, books don't feature in their lives. As Walter said, the smartphone is engineered to swallow as much of your eyeball time as it can, which often is all of it. And let's be honest, it's true. You can see the statistics on your, your phones of how much use you get out of it. And I'm guilty of it as well. But imagine if we instead used that time more productively and started reading books and magazines and short story anthologies, anything really. And while the world has been evolving in such a rapid way and technology has been developed, the novel has stayed relatively the same. And I'll be totally honest, I really like that fact about the novel. I love the classic structure. I love getting to know characters and following them on adventures over hundreds of pages, seeing how they deal with the trials and tribulations that lift their path and try and stop them from achieving what they're seeking to, to do. And I just love that classic structure with chapters and the clever things people do with them and splitting books into parts. And That's I, I, what I fell in love with, so I always have a soft spot for it, to be totally honest. But 20 years of change, let's be honest, is a long time. And generations, including my own, have grown up without reading, featuring, featuring much in their lives outside of education. I, mean, I was in the opticians a couple of months ago, and my optician, who's a highly educated woman, who's a lecturer at universities, said to me that she doesn't read any books at all. Uh, and it's a question I often ask people, so why, why don't you read anymore? And near enough, they always say the same thing, which is, I just don't have the time. And if I did, I would. I was thinking about this. I mean, how long does it take to read a book? Seriously? Probably, depending on the way it counts, about six or seven hours. I mean, if you're watching a series on Netflix, 10 episodes, that's 10 hours. It takes less time. So the argument of time doesn't really wash. So what, what is the real argument? I mean, is it the fall in the attention spans? It's fair to say that reading does require a bit more of an attention span. Like people stick the television on to zone out. I do that as well. So is attention span a factor, like the fall in attention spans? I mean, in 2000, the average human attention span was 12 seconds. In 2015, it had fallen to 8.25. But at the same time, I don't really think that has much to do with it either because I don't have a particularly good attention span. But if a book grabs me, I'll be hooked. The book is rubbish. That's not nothing to do with my attention span. The more to do with my ability to pull up with info dumps, one-dimensional characters, and static plots. So, 
is a decline in quality of, of novels generally a factor? And according to Walter, this was the main culprit. He said, the novel was always where people who valued real high quality storytelling went to find it. Films and TV had their moments, but they were largely packed with junk. Over the last couple of decades, the tables have turned. Prestige TV shows are where we go now for the best best storytelling. Novels seem more and more junky. Call it the Dan Brown or Fifty Shades effect. However it happened, I just don't expect to find good storytelling in novels anymore. So Walter thinks that the novel is working through a cycle. And right now, we're at the bottom. He says, without pulling any punches, the market is swamped by awful work packed full of imitative genre fiction. But it's when an art form is at its worst that you might start to see green shoots of renewal popping up. Now, I'm going to be totally honest, I disagree with Walter. I think the rise in self-publishing is a brilliant thing. It's made what once was a closed shop a thriving open market. It's given people opportunities and encouragement to write and publish their work and share it with the world. And some of it is truly excellent. Some of it, though, could do with a little more polishing. Me, personally, I don't think the novel is dead. I do think reading as a general and enjoyable pastime is facing something of an existential crisis at the moment. I mean, if you think about it, not more than 50 or 60 years ago, before the television became a mainstream feature in people's lives, everybody read. I mean, I saw a picture the other day of kids queuing up outside a bookstore and then more kids outside that bookstore with the book that everyone's dying to read, sitting there reading it on the curb. Can you imagine that happening now in 2020? The real, the, let's be honest, the written word is facing very stiff competition in this modern world of ours. And it may be that it has to change in order to stay relevant in people's minds. I think the question for writers, I think, is how do we get people reading again? With our great stories, but of course. But on a serious note, should we recognise that the way people spend their leisure time and the type of things they enjoy are fundamentally changed and that we have to adapt and change too? Or do we stick to our guns and hope for the revival? I mean, how do you even begin to tackle such a problem? I mean, in recent years, I suppose we've seen a big surge in popularity of audiobooks and podcasts. I mean, I, I never thought I'd be sat here recording a podcast, but there you go. Life changes. The common theme in this podcast, I feel. I mean, how would the audiobook develop further? The publisher I'm currently working with, Fiction Vortex, has come up with an idea that I find quite exciting, to be totally honest. They're in the process of creating an app which you can read novels on interactively. So if you wanted to learn more about a city, for example, or a place or a character, you can click on them and find out, or click on their names, I should say, and find out. I understand there may well be other things like background music, sound effects, and maybe built-in audiobook versions too, though I'm not 100% sure about that, so don't hold me to it. But regardless, I think this is the way the industry is going to be going anyway. And I think at the start of the year, I read about an article about the, the big publishers investing in this kind of technology to give people more of an, a, a different experience, I suppose, when it comes to reading a book. But that isn't really or accessible enough for indie writers, for example, who don't have a massive budget to record the old, all the old books and produce these technological products. So how else can the novel adapt to tie in with a change in readership? I think personally, there's a lot of potential with the structure of the novel. Like I said before, I do love the classic feel of a novel and I prefer to write my own in that style. But haven't had to structure my current work and progress to fiction vortex style, I've come to appreciate the broad potential for divergence. 
fiction vortexes novels if you are familiar with them are split into 10 episodes and episodes are split into chapters so the novel clocks in at around 100,000 words and I find it's broken down into small easily digestible chunks I mean I don't know what other people think but I always enjoy stopping at a chapter and if I know that the chapter is going to be a long one sometimes it will dissuade me from carrying on reading I admit that at first I was hesitant of writing a book in such a way. Never read a book that referred to episodes. It was always chapters, and that's what I wanted in my mind. But JM will tell you himself we had a few disagreements about how it should go. Um, But as I've gone on writing the book, I've come to look at it in a new way. Lots of younger people now have grown up with television as their primary source of entertainment, so not books. Their favourite TV shows are split into episodes, not chapters. Episodes are what they know, what they're familiar with. So who knows? It might be a little bit more appealing. So there are just a few of my thoughts. But in the build-up to this episode, I decided to do a bit of a poll. I asked people whether or not they thought the novel was dead. They could submit comments to, some of which I'll read out shortly. But first, the results. So we had a total of 150 votes cast, which isn't too bad, I don't think, to be totally honest. I do have to give a word of warning though about these results um, the poll was shared amongst writers who in fairness and readers too but their opinions are obviously going to be skewed to a certain extent so I wouldn't regard these results as gospel but the comments I think are quite interesting as well so we'll see what you think so the results 139 people said no to the question do you think the novel is dead and 11 said yes 102 people altogether voiced an opinion. And here are some of my favourites. I still love reading and I still spend many hours immersed in a good novel. Social media hasn't stolen that pleasure from me. In fact, I'd say it's helped me discover more authors who are new to me and more books that I've grown to love. Here's another one. I'm 58. I used to read 20 to 50 novels a year. In the last few years, I've quit entirely. There's a myriad of reasons, some of which you've touched upon. Chief among them is the fact that as a writer, I cannot read without being in editor mode. Now that's an interesting point. I mean, I know that feeling myself of looking at things in a critical eye when you you should really be merely enjoying them. So it's always quite tricky once you've been doing a lot of editing, a lot of writing, to, to switch back into enjoyment mode. Here's another. Admittedly, the self-publishing phenomena is pushing more crap than gold, but the novel as an art form is definitely not dead. Although the reader preferences have tilted to the worse. Controversial. Here's another one. There are still many exceptional novels out, but I agree that a lot of poorly written books get a lot of attention. Maybe readers and writers today generally aren't as well educated. Bloody hell, mate. Stinging blows there to the readership of the world. Here's another one. Sitting down with a well-written novel is still my favourite escape. Problem is, well-written novels are harder and harder to find. That is the problem. We need better writers, not more writers. No one's short of an opinion. I vote no because I love reading, enjoy discovering new authors and sharing my literary experiences with others. However, most of my students, grades 6 to 8, ages 11 to 16, do not love reading. Their faces will be glued to their phones if they didn't need to eat, breathe, speak or attend school. I find this time in book history to be somewhat sad. Now that's quite interesting 
coming from the perspective of a teacher because I I believe it's a generational thing and books don't feature as much in the lives of the, the younger generations. And now that is a challenge for writers, especially of my age, who are part of these generational problems, I suppose. So how do we get people reading again? Here's another one. The novel is not dead to me, but it is to most out there. We are living in sad times where what's not supposed to matter matters. Sad. It is sad. I read pretty much everything from the back of the cornflakes packet to diaries, novels, non-fiction. But my favourites are novels as they take me out of my life and transport me elsewhere. I have read some good serial boxes in my time too. People are more distracted than before and read less. They read less of everything, even the Bible. They want instant coffee types of articles and news. However, the novel is not dead. There are many of us of the pre-millennial generation who still appreciate the pleasure in reading a good story. Here's another one. As long as the novel keeps reinventing and redefining themselves, they will be hard, if not impossible, to kill. But I agree, the best contemporary TV series in the spirit of The Sopranos and Mad Men have rendered Zola-esque novels all but obsolete. (sighs) Bloody hell. I have actively started to pick up books lately and cancelled my Netflix account, and I managed to finish a 770-page novel. How long can books compete with such easy-to-consume content? I don't know, and nor do I. Myself, my husband, and my daughter all love reading novels. I work in a primary school and kids still love reading novels. I think there may have been some decline in reading now, as it doesn't give the instant gratification that people are now used to in the age of gaming and blocks. Good points. Here's another. No, but it may be dead within two generations. Harrowing. Here's another one. This might be my favourite one, I think. My family buys and checks books out of the library frequently. My 16-year-old daughter is reading a new book weekly. Is there a competition for the time dedicated to reading? Sure, but in our family, we value that time. Here's another one, which I think is quite interesting as well. There is still a need for great stories, but not for endless series. I quit reading speculative fiction because there were no good stories with endings. It was book one of this and book two of that, and these were not Harry Potter books. Definitely not compelling enough to make me want to buy the next one. I have to say, now, this is a good point. I mean, I saw someone the other day advertising book 10 of their series, and I just thought, I hope people have been reading the other nine because that is a long time to be like one overall story. I've got a few more for you now to wrap it up with. The novel is generally too long. Something to take on board there, chaps. Here's another one. Damien Walter is a pompous blowhard. All right, calm down. Here's another one. The writer of this article is just getting older and his eyes are failing him, so it's harder for him to read. Also, he's lazy. I mean, not talking about me, by the way. Here's another one. Make more graphic novels. Long prose novels do not seem to go well with our attention span and imaginary ability anymore. Yeah, I've wondered about graphic novels myself and whether the decline of people's attention spans and the kind of entertainment that they like to absorb is going to influence the popularity of graphic novels so good points and here's our last one again on attention spans people's attention spans are getting lower these days while i don't think the novel is dead think of it like the album of music perhaps short stories and novellas singles and eps to carry on the analogy could be a way forward interesting and that is something i actually agree with 
we shall see. So that is all from me today. Thank you very much indeed for listening. I hope you found it interesting. Jam and I will be back together, reunited once more in a couple of weeks' time for episode three, which is all to do with well building. How do you create worlds and cultures? How do you reveal those juicy details in your story? How do you know what bits to include without info dumping? Just some of the things that we're discussing. If you've got any questions for us, anything at all you'd like to like us to cover, it doesn't have to just be about world building, it could be anything to do with writing, fantasy fiction or building your author platform, send us an email at thefantasywriterstoolshed at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook too, which is if you just search for The Fantasy Writers Toolshed, you'll find us on there. And just to let you know too, um, you can now listen to our episodes on a total of seven different platforms. There's Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Google Music and TuneIn. So please drop us an email, drop us a comment, drop us a message. We we'd, we absolutely love hearing from you. We love chatting to you and answering your questions it, because this is why we do it. We do it for you guys. So please hit the subscribe button if you want to get notified as soon as the next episode goes live. 